the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. To learn more about Next Level Loan Officers, go to becomenl.com. What's up, Next Level family? Man, we are here with another episode of the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. And man, this is going to be kind of a special one because we are talking about our uh, our system here that helps loan officers get more loans. And listen, if you are listening to this and you're a loan officer and you're not part of Next Level Loan Officers, you can join our group. It's 197 bucks a month. You can head on over to becomenl.com. Again, that's becomenl.com. You can learn all about us, what we do, and uh, man, join our community. We would love to have you. Well, in the studio today, the Next Level Studio, we've got my man, Sean Z in the house. What's up, Sean? Hello, Kellen. How are you today, man? You're look you're looking good in that fancy backdrop and these nice new bookshelves in your office, man. I'm, you you upgraded. You look it's good. It's very it's very regal over here. Very regal. Many leather bound books. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, as most of you who are listening to this are probably listening on Spotify or Apple uh, Podcasts or something like this, we actually stream these on YouTube too. So you can go on over check it out and get the full color version and see me. I'm working from the house today. And uh, yeah, I've got this uh, in my new office here. So Shane Kidwell working from the house as well. His office looking mighty dapper. What up, guys? I've got my my five-month-old in the background. So that's just origination in, in, in the new era, isn't it? Working dads. That's what we should call this podcast. <laughs> I love it. That's a whole new podcast series that we haven't even caught up yet. <laughs> well, you know, you bring up a great point, man. What a cool business we we have here that allows us to do things like work from home when we need to help out our families and uh, and and still make great money as well. So, but that's not why we are here today. So, um, unless you've been living under a rock. Uh, we've got this thing called Power 90, which is this amazing 90-day program for loan officers that are looking to like accelerate their business. So as you guys know, we talk to loan officers all the time, and many of them come to us with you know this, this kind of like feeling of, hey, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm, st- I'm stuck in a little bit of a rut. Maybe I've um, kind of been doing three or four loans a month, and I'm trying to get to that next tier, that five to six loans a month. And so we have created the process for that. That is our power, next level power 90. And so you may be watching this and hearing about power 90 for the first time. You may be going through the course right now and watching this podcast as part of the curriculum, but we want to touch on a couple of things. Uh, And our first kind of topic for the day, and I'm going to let Shane Kidwell kind of kick it off here, is talking about... uh, you know, how we spend our time, right? Preparing for the week. So Shane, take us away in terms of like, you know, in the Power 90 course, how we do that, how we prepare for the week, how we get ready. Yeah. I mean, I think what's really, really important and it's hard for a lot of originators out there in our industry to prepare for the week. (laughs) It sounds Mm -hmm. silly, but like, do most of us even prepare? The reality is most don't. They fall into their week. You know, they they have a jam-packed weekend. Those who work on the weekend are not even recovered for the weekday. And they get in on Monday. Their inbox is full. They're reacting to what's happened or they missed last week because they don't have a plan. They don't have a team. They don't have a system. In Power 90, the goal is to have a a strategic thought process around structuring your week. There's a couple different ways to do this. I like to do it Saturday morning. So I actually prepare my week before my week. And that's a novel concept. 
right? But you never go into battle without a plan. If you do, you're going to lose, right? And so the goal is to structure your week before your week starts. And as we're going to talk about in Power 90 and throughout Next Level, there are strategic actions that matter as originators, as branch managers, as top producing team leaders. There's things we should be focusing on. And there's things our team, our staff, our company should be focusing on for us. Example, you know, every morning I meet with my my, I call her my right hand. She and I work hand in hand in everything we do for me and my company. And 6.30 every morning, we get together and we go through our day. So we do a weekly review on Saturdays. I do personally. I set up my week. I clear my calendar. I make sure that the next Friday, I'm not scrambling to a golf tournament that I didn't know about until Friday morning. Or I have an event on Wednesday and I'm, I'm strategically, strategically looking at what's happening and is it an action that matters? Mm-hmm. Is it a good use of my time? And this really starts even before the, the week ahead with understanding your value, your worth. What are you worth per hour? If you don't know what you're worth per hour, you're probably underpaying yourself. For example, if you, you, know, if you don't know that you're worth $300 an hour, you might have on your calendar, clear the office cabinets. Well, that's not a great use of time. Now, does it need to get done? Do we not want to have a cluttered space when a real estate agent comes in? Of course. If you're worth $300 an hour, can you hire that out? So if you don't understand your value and your worth, it's really hard to structure your week and prioritize. And so I think before you start your week, you start your week, as crazy as that sounds. And so for me, I started on Saturday. Then every day, I start my day. And I have a strategic time in my day. I do two things. One, I get my mind right. It's one of two ways. I'm either listening to an audiobook on my drive into my office. And I actually like to be, I'm home today with my daughter, but I'm typically in my office as you guys are as well. I, I like to start my day at the same time. I have a little business leadership devotional I do. And then I go through with my team coordinator and we plan our day. And I think that's a really powerful way. Like, listen, we're not asking you to pre-plan eight hours a day. Right. If you just took an hour, if you just took 30 minutes a day and set your day up, what would that look like for your business? Yeah, I love that. And I think that's a common misconception, right? Is I hear the term like time blocking a lot. And we talk about this a lot in Next Level. It's like, I'm not asking you to time block. I actually hate that term, right? Because in my mind, people get real, you know, hinky about it because it's like, well, I've got a schedule from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. And that's not necessarily the case. We just want you to schedule the important things. So, Sean, when you think about your week and it's that, hey, am I going out and playing offense or playing defense? How do you set that up? Well, so, you know, we call this the, the general's tent uh, for, for myself. Uh, Shane does it on Saturday. I usually do it on Sunday mornings. Sometimes it's Sunday evening after the family goes to bed. The most important thing is that you're doing it. You know, you're starting your week before your week starts. I, I love the way you said that, Shane. And it's, it's really just taking the four or five. My, my favorite question to ask my loan officers, to ask any loan officer, is what proactive activities have you done this week to move the needle forward in your business? Mm -hmm. So no matter where you're at, if you're closing 100 loans or closing two loans, that's something that you can ask yourself on Sunday. What proactive activities am I going to do this week to move the needle forward in my business? And, And then, you know, again, like you were saying, Kellen, like, it's not about blocking your entire time, mm-hmm. but if you take an hour Monday, an hour Tuesday, an hour Wednesday, an hour Thursday, take off Friday, you take four hours a week and you proactively do this. Um, I, I was just talking with, uh, with my main guy who runs my team yesterday and, and we were talking about this. And one thing that, you know, like I, I kid around on our calendar, it's like when you put stuff on your calendar, you know, it's like your significant other don't cheat on it. Right. And so 
when uh, he, he was talking about with all of his loan partners, how they're going to structure certain things, how we're going to respond to sales boomerang, the trigger leads, how we're going to respond to HomeBot, who is calling our past clients, who's doing the updates to realtors throughout the week. And, and so we, we mapped out how that was going to be done. And then I started, you know, I made the suggestion because personally, I like to do these things early in the morning. Well, you know, in, in our market, people are still going to closings. And, and so, you know, it's, it's been like, that's just not going to change. It's, you know, we're middle America. It's the handshake at the table. That's just kind of the way things are done here. And so he was telling me, he's like, well, mornings don't work because they're going to have to move the time they do it. And so, you know, I gave him the whole analogy, you know, don't cheat on your calendar. And he's like, well, we could do that if we did it in the afternoon. And so I was like, well, that's great. You know, you're going to miss a closing or two in the afternoon, but then we're not going to miss them in the mornings. And so it was a really good compromise to understand exactly how the day flows and things are working and when these times could be put on the calendar. Yeah. And, you know, we all know as, as, as we're saying this and looking at each other on this call, if we spent four proactive hours a week, like it will change the course um, of most of our businesses and change the financial life of, of, of our families and what we're planning here. Yeah. And I love that, Sean. And so you, you said something there. You said, you know, these activities that move the needle, right? These things that move them along in their business. And so we call those actions that matter, right? And if you're in Power 90, you've heard that term, um, that actions that matter. So those are those activities that we that we like to do, that we're good at doing, and that make money for us too. So give us some examples, Sean, from your team of some ATMs that maybe they do on a daily basis. Uh, in order to move the needle. So, so to the two that I mentioned uh, right there were uh, following up on trigger leads, you know, somebody's mm -hmm. credit improved, somebody's credit got pulled, uh, you know, HomeBot, there's so much activity that goes on. We have a huge database in, inside of there that Perfect. we use. Um, you know, we do a lot of transactions. And so reaching out to the buyer's agents and the listing agents. And, and at this point, you know, a lot of times and a lot of loan officers, and, and if you're if your business is at the point where you can reach out to them every week, that's great. Right now, way, the way we do it, we reach out on the first and the third week of the transaction. So they're all, so there's always somebody every week that's getting reached out to. It's just, it allows us to actually get it done versus saying we're going to do it and then, and then not doing it. Uh, another thing that's incredibly important, we talk about all the time inside of Next Level is the magic window. And if you're not using and operating inside the magic window, you're missing out. Yeah. And so we have somebody who uh, we've now dedicated because there were three people who were doing it, kind of, uh, who, who are reaching out to get reviews from our clients and then set up meetings with agents so we can provide value to them that we've just provided on this transaction, provided on later transactions and show them what we can do. Uh, to, to grow their business. So we're doing that in the last week of, of the transaction as well, too. And, you know, I mean, I, I don't care where you're at in your business. If you take those few things right there and you proactively put those on your calendar and you execute every week, whether you're doing one loan or a hundred loans, you'll close more loans. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Shane, in your business, do you, do you have additional ATMs that you and your team actions that matter that you and your team do just trying to get some ideas for the loan officers that are out there listening, going, man, what are some things I could do during the week to move the needle? I think hearing from you guys on some uh, good blocking and tackling is beneficial. 
Yeah. I mean, and so just that, so everybody understands now with my role, you know, as a branch manager, a team leader, I don't do them personally. I have a, I have a team member do them. And that's a pretty important distinction. As long as they get done, it really doesn't matter who does them. Like as long as you have somebody who's skilled, and again, we're assuming you're hiring amazing people who fit their roles, you've disprofiled them. So we're just going to make that assumption. So for me and my team and everything I've taught my team, I did myself. Just like when I was a fireman, you job shadow a senior member to learn the job. So every day of the week, we have a different strategic activity we do. Mondays, we're checking in on people who went shopping over the weekend. And we're checking in with kind of closing the loop on outstanding items from our weekend support. So we have a weekend LOA who Saturday and Sunday works nine to five to cover four. So we have a better balance. Monday is that catch up day with our weekend support. It's following up on those transactions that are moving or or not transactions yet leads opportunities, prospects. And then we're connecting with people who went out and looked over the weekend with a bit of a marketing piece. So we're going to talk about MBS highway. We're going to use mortgage coach. We're going to use some educational material to reach out to them. And, And the example I give to everybody is create value. That's worth a hundred bucks. And every day of the week, we're giving out $100 bills. If you give out $100 bills every day of the week, people are going to come back to you for more $100 bills. And when they need a loan, they're going to come to you for their mortgage. Every Tuesday, we do a market update. So this is to our referral partners, past clients, everybody. It's a generic market update saying, hey, here's where the market is. We'll pull articles from Housing Wire Plus, Redfin Blogs, different things. Maybe even get like a coaching, like a Brian Buffini uh, post and get content from that. Every Tuesday, we're reaching out saying, hey, just wanted to give you a heads up on the market. Here's where things are at. 90% of the people don't need it. But again, we're giving them value. It's not pushy. It's not salesy. It's educational. We're becoming advisors, right? And we talk about that in one of our other products, Certified Mortgage Advisors. Wednesdays, we do our transaction calls. Every week, we reach out to every borrower, co-borrower, buyer's agent, listing agent, transaction coordinators, escrow rep, title rep, attorney. And it's a quick call. We're communicating automatically throughout the process. Every Wednesday, it's a check-in. It's a stress check. How's it going? Hey, Kellen, it's Wednesday. I know the appraisal was ordered yesterday. Our approval will come in Thursday. Outside of that, how are you doing? Because what we take for granted is this is a very complex, confusing time that they're going to do once or twice in their life. We do it 15, 20, 30 times a month. They do it once in 10 years. They don't know what we know. It's an opportunity for us to break bread virtually, connect, share ideas, And what you'll find that Wednesday stress check, when you reach out and you're authentic, you go, hey, what's going on in your life? You'll find something that would have caused an issue on the loan that has nothing to do with the loan. Well, you know, I don't have a moving truck and I'm really getting stressed out. I have a moving truck. You want to use my moving truck? Problem solved. Now they're easier to work with when you need to get their conditions. Or, you know, we had one that was, I remember this distinctly because my loan partner at the time said, this guy's a jerk. He's a bad client. He doesn't fit. I go, well, tell me more. Well, the guy's just really difficult to work with. So I reached out in my direct way that I am. I said, hey, Bob, you seem off. What's the deal? Are you stressed out? He goes, well, Shane, you remember how we're going to use rental income from our property to qualify? I can't get the thing rented. I don't know where to start. I've never rented a home before. I said, dude, I've got five rentals. You need to go to this website, use this resource. It's a great place to start. Stress gone, instantly removed, simple process, great client, right? So that's every Wednesday. Thursdays, we do kind of our agent coffee appointments. So we do those Tuesdays and Thursdays. If we're doing a market update, that might take five minutes. The rest of that hour or two that we're doing our ATMs, it's connecting with our agents, whether it's virtually over the phone or in person. And then Fridays, we're doing our pre-approval, 
like pre- preparation. So if you're a pre-approved borrower and you're out looking, it's Friday. Say, hey, tomorrow you're going to be looking. What do we need to do to get prepared for game day? We're doing our credit file underwrites, our guarantees. We're kind of stru- structuring in their mind how to prepare the offer so that when I'm gone on the weekend, they know to go to my weekend support. They know that we have a guarantee. And so again, like a lot of these things aren't really like, I wouldn't say they're direct marketing act actions, but they're indirect marketing. And, and I think Sean mentioned it, like he's got a lot of loans going. There's no better time to get future business than during the loan. Right. They right. need you. And if you're doing a good job, they like you and they're happy. They're so thankful when they're done. They're like, thank God I was able to get this home loan. Sean, Kellen saved my marriage, saved my life. I mean, it's yeah. pretty dramatic how these people feel after they get into their home. Why not take those three to four weeks as an opportunity to pull more out of that client? Shane, in real estate, you know, they, they say the, the name of the game is location, location, location. And, and in the mortgage world, the name of the game is market share, market share, market share. It's the breadth of realtors that you can work with and how deep you can go inside of their businesses to get more. And, and when we are so blessed with such a busy time in the industry and business right now, gosh, it's just there for the taking. And it's the single greatest frustration that I have in speaking to any loan officer when they're not taking advantage of yeah. this gift that's in front of them with people that know, like, and trust them. You're doing a good job on the transaction to ask for that business. Show them HomeBot, show them the marketing you do, show them the things that add value to their business. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, our, uh, Fellow coach KT always says the loan officer with the most friends makes the most money. Uh, so I want to touch on in the last minute that we have here, I want to kind of, this was kind of coming to me as I was hearing both of you speak. And I think this would be a really good clarification point for the listeners. And so I just want to take 60 seconds and kind of flesh this out a little bit, because we may have some listeners that are sitting there kind of thinking about, well, how would I structure this in my business or what does that look like? So let me kind of lay this out for you for a minute. And so as a, as a loan officer, you go through many stages. If you're in the beginning and maybe you're doing one to three loans a month, you may be doing all of these things, right? You may be doing all of the actions that matter and you're processing files and putting together a loan. And that's not a bad place to be. We all need to kind of go through that to learn that aspect of the business. But then what I want you to kind of think about as you go through your progression as an LO and as your team grows, What's going, to, what's going to happen or what needs to happen first is that you find players to come on your team to fill in all of the other things except the ATMs, right? So this is like the non-money-making activity. So pulling credit, chasing conditions, processing files, all of those things. Once you have your team to the point where you've got that covered and all that's left are ATMs and you're doing those, then you can start to add people on your team that are also doing ATMs as well, right? So like think about, you know, a loan officer's assistant or a loan partner or even a marketing coordinator. So you begin to maximize the number and amount and time of ATMs that you're doing during the week, right? So just kind of think about that as you're building out your team, get your team right so that you can get out of having to do non-money-making activities first, then go do your ATMs and then multiply yourself to see how many, how much more time you can spend doing that. So don't, don't, if you're a one man band, your first hire shouldn't be a marketing person, right? Your first hire should be somebody to get you out of non money making activities. I just kind of wanted to make that point. If you guys have any kind of closing comment on that, please, 
please share it. Well, we, it's funny because we were just talking about this on the lowdown, uh, which is something we do every week for for our next level members, and, and we were talking about how interesting it is, and time proves over and over again that the more loans that I close, the the less time I work, the more money I make. And right. so like, you know, the less uh, time you work, it's because you have people doing all these things because, you know, right now, if you're being proactive in your business for an hour or two a week and you, cause you're doing everything else, if you change that to where you have everything off your plate and you do proactive sales 20 hours a week, yeah. you're 20 a uh, hundred times more productive than every other loan officer. You know, we, we have a coach that coaches us. And one of the things he said to us is the, the story that you tell is the story you believe. The story you believe is, is really the story you become. And if you tell yourself you have to do everything, if you tell yourself this industry requires 80 hours a week, if you tell yourself you have to work weekends to get that agent to work with you, if you tell yourself that nobody's going to do it as good as you, that will become a reality. I fumbled into this because I was a full-time fireman and I didn't have a choice. So I was forced to have other people excel in spite of me. And I, the challenge I would give to you all is you, you may have to do all these things to start. You might be a one-man baseball team, but you don't need to be a one-man baseball team forever. And if you do, you're not going to win. It's In this day and age, our competition, they're celebrating every day how they can lower the cost of acquiring a, a client. So every day they're focused on high level strategic advancements for their billion dollar companies. Hmm. If you're still a one man or one woman band playing the cymbals and the drums, tripping on your shoelaces, you've lost. You just don't know it. So you might be in a grind season. It might be three months to get out of this funk. But if your three month season becomes a 12 month season, you're simply not lifting the right weights and eating the right way to lose weight. And that's a reality that we all have to tackle with at some point in our business. Well, and that's a great, thank you, Shane and and Sean. It's a great kind of ending to, I think, this powerful podcast. And listen, if you're a loan officer out there and you feel like you're in that one man band season and you're not quite sure how to break out of that, because that's a challenge that can be challenging to kind of move from that initial stage to the next. I mean, we're really good at that. And we've done that for a lot of loan officers. It's hard for us to take somebody from zero to one or two. But if you're doing one or two and you're like, man, I, if I could get to five loans a month, it would change my life. Well, then we're here to change your life. So check us out at becomenl.com. Uh, you can uh, join right there, sign up, join our family, grab a coaching call with one of us. We'd love to talk to you and uh, make that five loans a month a reality. So thank you, guys. I appreciate uh, everything and you guys being on today. And uh, we'll catch you next time on the uh, Next Level Loan Officer podcast. See ya. Thanks, guys.